number one. In case you were just way too busy to listen to our last show, this is what you missed. Rightfully so. This is Star Wars. And it's the final chapter. Expectations are going to be high. This, is fu- this isn't Solo. This isn't Rogue One. And I, I, this I, I, is I the Skywalker. This is 40 fucking This is my childhood, David. <laughs> and see, this is why I said. I'm just joking. I, don't, I hate when people say my childhood. But I really yeah. do feel for the first time I actually understand that. Oh, yeah. Because if this movie sucks, I have been following a story for my entire life. My entire life. That just didn't matter. Matter. And suddenly, pop goes your balloon. Yeah, and then and then also that suicide hotline start. <laughs> starts just ringing. Yeah, new, I wasted forty years of my gonna life. Have, they're gonna, if this movie sucks. They're going to have the busiest weekend that they've ever had. I might volunteer. I might volunteer to help out. So that's I might want to give back, David. That's partially why my expectations. Just going to ignore that. My goodness. You're just going to ignore my goodness. How are you going to help people when you're probably going to need help if it doesn't end exactly. up? Exactly. <laughs> you're going to need the help, not them. You're, like, you're going to jump where? I'm going to jump with you. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll guide them. I'll be like, well, if you don't, if do you want pain? Do you want to feel pain or do you want to go out, you know, wow. silently and like, I'll help them. I'll Here's be Dr. Kevorkian. Just let me put this pillow over your face. Oh, that was brutal. <laughs> me, if I were to want to commit suicide because this movie sucks, then yes, I, I want to feel pain. I want to feel hatred. I want to remember and feel all the anger as my life just leaves my body. Just ebbs away. Good, good. Let the pain flow through you. <laughs> exactly. See, Raina knows. But I'm just joking. Suicide is not a joke. It's not funny. It is a little. It is. In this little moment. In, in, in this little moment. In this little moment here. It's all satirical. It's all Warning from the back to tank contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue. We would be honored if you would join us. Workups on your condition indicate that all damage has been reversed. Recovery is total. I believe you have been quite fortunate. No further thanks are necessary, Commander, but you are most welcome. It is my function and pleasure as a matter of royal to help and heal human beings. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. All right. Hello. Welcome, everybody, to Star Wars from the Back to Tank. We are back and in full force. It's been a while. We took our winter break, and now it's time to start a new season of Back to Tank. We've missed a lot, and I mean a lot. Hello. How are you, David? And I've missed you. Yeah. (laughs) That wasn't a very uplifting introduction, huh? Previously on. That was very dark and... As Star Wars fans, man, we've had a very, very up and down couple months. Well, obviously, I didn't commit suicide. So, I mean, that should tell listeners that I've stood by my original thought for my review of The Rise of Skywalker. And it did not destroy my childhood. Unlike the many on Twitter, if you go through those hashtags, oh people are still crying about still crying. The Rise of Skywalker. Oh, Last Jedi's better. <laughs> Rise of Skywalker sucked. <laughs> Dude, this Star Wars. Era. Kill Kathleen Kennedy. Dude, the, the fandom has never been so divided. I have. Yeah. 
I'm going to include myself in this. The fandom, we're, we're always a bunch of little bitches. But we've never been so divided. Ryan Johnson is general. He's General Lee. He just divided us. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah. I mean, like, I think this is the peak of, like, what me and you have been chronicling throughout our entire show of how divided the Star Wars fandom is going to be. We're in the middle of a civil war. It's a civil war. Yeah. It's honestly like a, a fandom civil war out there between Star Wars fans who are angry. But unlike and- Avengers, someone's going to die. <laughs> someone's going to get shivved. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And today we have also one of our Patreon subscribers on the phone, and she will be adding her two cents from time to time. Hello, Reyna. Hey, guys. Good to be here. How are you? How was your winter? It was um, it was a cold, dark winter. Wow. <laughs> well, it's like everybody. <laughs> <laughs> One thing you can say about Star Wars fans is we're all morbidly just depressed, it seems like, about everything. Oh, yeah. It was a cold, dark, stormy winter. And, and yet everybody is rallying around the child. You know what's been keeping me warm at night? Uh, I've been writing some uh, steamy Kylo Ren slash fiction. <laughs> <laughs> That's been keeping my loins warm. Yeah. No? No takers? Uh, All right. Read us a few read us a few lines. No, it's okay. <laughs> too late. Too, too late. late. You guys weren't interested. Now it's just too late. I'm gonna go ahead and post them on Reddit anonymously. <laughs> and let it basically get be out there in the ether. You know what? I'm gonna post as Colin Trevero. I'm gonna be like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, dude. Hey guys, here's my you remember the episode I leaked uh this is a script that I sent out and I and I validated and said yes, it's uh it's real. Well well here's my Kylo Ren slash fiction as well. It, no please like it. Yeah, Mike, you sh- we should write a script and then release it as the unreleased Star Wars movie. The real episode. The nine. real episode. <laughs> <laughs> People would yeah. believe it. They would. All right. So we only have 55 minutes today. We got to stay on track. So we are going to try and jump into as much Star Wars discussions and news as we can. And that's probably only going to be like two or three things just because we've been away for so long. And I have a lot of thoughts. I know you have a lot of thoughts, Dave. Oh, yeah. Um, but at the end of the show, I want to talk to you about the rise of Skywalker. Your your thoughts on it because you missed the screening. So it's only I fair. Did. Lauren and I are the ones who, who went. And I thought you guys, I thought you guys reviewed it fairly. Thank you. Thank you. So I figured at the end of the show, since you weren't able to take part in that, I'll give you some, some time to talk about your thoughts on it. But before that, Dave, give us a little preview. Did you like the film? No. What? Shut up. Yes, <laughs> yes you, did. you did. You wanted a preview. <laughs> you wanted a, you, you, see, who is I'm this? setting this up. I'm setting it up. Okay, you didn't like the movie. <laughs> are you are you sticking to that? We'll see. Because I'll give my I'll give my final thoughts on it. You I hate you. Hey, it's a way of actually get, making people listen to the rest of the show. No, what's gonna happen is people are gonna be rise of Skywalker fans and be like, fuck this show! <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Raina? Did you like it? No. (laughs) Are you being serious? I am being serious. I mean, I'm divided. I'll have to talk about it at the end. All right. Interesting. Wow. Look at everyone trying to be provocative. Hey, I said it was a cold, dark winter. Okay. 
Well, then you need some of my Kylo Ren slash fiction, obviously. <laughs> Give it up. All right. So let's start with some news that dropped this evening. We are recording Friday night. Just to let those people know. Uh, just a few short hours ago, and has been confirmed and reported by Variety. So this is legit. There is a new Star Wars movie in development with the director and writer of Luke Cage? Yes. Uh, Am I reading this right? I believe so. Let me see. Yeah, the uh, writer Matt Owens? Yes. Yeah, Matt Owens. The, you got that? You got that article up? Yeah, I got the article Take us up. through that. And basically, it says that multiple outlets have reported a new Star Wars movie adaptation in development with slight writer director jd dillard and luke cage oh there writer, we go matt owen okay that sounds that sounds accurate yeah i knew i knew it wasn't the luke cage director and writer yeah it's just the writer it's, okay. it's just the writer of luke cage which is i thought honestly luke cage was done well in my opinion hmm. i actually liked luke cage hmm so i have faith in matt owen as a writer to actually yeah see a I, star wars I, film oh dave you and I are just not on the same page today because I felt Luke Cage was a meandering mess of a show that couldn't focus on the hero, but always focus on the villain. And you lost sight of the hero and just didn't give a fuck about second Luke Cage. season. Yes, I agree with that. Second season. Yes. But first season, dude, first was season it, was, was it really a beautifully good. produced show. Yes. Uh, amazing looking. I just I felt like the writing was not that great, dude. But hey, listen, this isn't a Luke Cage show. Yes, it's not a Marvel show. Yeah, but you're wrong, Dave. <laughs> so Lucasfilm is developing a new Star Wars feature film. Uh, the project is still in its very early stages and all further details such as characters, location, time period within the Star Wars creative galaxy remain a mystery. And that includes whether Dillard would direct the film. Yes. Wait, I'm reading that they're... they have a planet that they're they're supposedly where it will take place. It's a Sith planet. Wait, what? What's that? Is I, are you talking about the same project? I think so because it's the same JD Dillard and Matt Owens. They're talking about the project. So They're we may see a Sith planet. They said uh, allegedly the Sith planet of oh, I don't know if I'm going to say this right. Exegol. Uh -huh. Exegol, yeah. Um, and and Exegol was they're the calling planet. it the Secret Sith Project. Not the movie. That's not the name of the movie, but that's just right. what, the, what the roundabout name is right now. See, that's interesting. That sounds very enticing, and I'm very excited if that's true. But again, there's just so much news, whether it has been verified or not, on what Lucasfilm's next plan is. Because we still, you got to remember, remember, we still have the alleged films that are supposed to come out December 2022, December 2024, and December 2026. Yeah, yeah. We have that trilogy. Then we yes. have the alleged uh, Ryan Johnson project that still is allegedly happening. There's a lot of like mystery. And also, we've heard recently that Star Wars or Lucasfilm may start making movies for just Disney Plus exclusively. Disney Plus, yes. So we don't even know where this is going to be distributed. So there's so much I and I'm this is going to be an ongoing theme, obviously, for the next three years, Dave. It, we, was, we have been talking about this since 2017 and we're going to continue, obviously, into 2020. Oh, yeah. And we don't know anything. 
We don't know. We anything. don't know any- how. Eight years in the making. <laughs> eight years, <laughs> Disney. You've been in charge. And there's no plan, and we do not know your plans. And and here's the here's the even more mysterious part about it is. J.D. Dillard is known for the project uh, for the movie Slight, mm-hmm. but that's all he's been done. He's a very brand new spanking director. Yeah, and he's he's quote unquote part of the new blood of filmmakers. And, uh, yeah, we, and it just mm-hmm. sounds like this is a this is a mandate from it, Kathleen Kennedy. Did again. we not learn our yes, lesson? That's what I, that's that that's the only part that has me hesitant. Is we, this project has been riddled with. I should say, not Project Star Wars has been riddled with issues that seems to come from people who are inexperienced. Because we also exactly. have those issues yes. with the Obi-Wan series now, which we'll get into that a little bit later. Yep. And it seems like if you connect the dots, has to do with experience. Why are we... Star Wars isn't trial and error, okay? This isn't the type of projects you don't put newbies on. You just don't. This isn't a fucking, what's that thing called the old, uh, this isn't an apprenticeship program, okay? No on-the-job training. Yes, go get me fucking coffee. That's what you should be doing. <laughs> but on the plus side of this, though, I am really excited if they do, if it does take part in Exegol. Because that is one of the elements of Rise of Skywalker that I honestly feel I wanted to know more about. It, that Exegol is the place where... We the per, the emperor was that's yes. where all the yeah. force mm-hmm. cult was, and we. The I Sith really cult. wanted. I really want to know more about that. So if they actually do do a movie based around Exegol, that might be kind of cool, and yeah. it might be something that's up our alley. Don't get too you know? excited yet. You'll be disappointed if it's not. Exactly. Yes, Dave. <laughs> Just like you know your little provocative preview. Oh, I didn't really like Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Because I had this other movie blown up in my mind, and I wanted this to happen, and this to happen, and this to happen, and it didn't happen, and now I just don't know how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, getting back to Rise of Skywalker, Dave, if you were to ask me if I liked the movie based on what I wanted to happen, I'd be like, fuck no. Do I like the movie based on what we got? Yes. Would I change this, 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 that, this, that, that? Yes. You will get an explanation from me when I actually, you give me my oh, five and we need to get some more of Poe's girlfriend, please. What's her name? I forgot her name now. Um, Carrie Russell's character. Carrie Russell. Like, yeah. why, why didn't we get more of her I walking wish we got around? More. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think that's the the uh, one tagline for me. I wish I got more. Yeah. <laughs> wish. I hate you. <laughs> All right. So Colin Trevorrow leaked a script okay he let <laughs> me story is let, messed let me up. spin the truth on this a script was leaked right when people were complaining about rise of skywalker yes right uh-huh. okay and then magically a script is leaked online and then magically <laughs> colin trevorrow claims it's real so who's the motherfucker that leaked it Colin Trevorrow was being an asshole and he wanted to feel loved. And after he saw the split reactions from the rise of Skywalker, I guarantee you he's the one who dropped it. And I have now tell you right now, people have tweeted me and emailed me and asked me what I thought about the rise of Skywalker script or not. I'm sorry, not rise of Skywalker, the original episode nine script from Colin Trevorrow. And I don't give a fuck. I didn't read it because I don't care. 
It's a movie that will never be made. We will never see it. It's not canon. It's fan fiction. It's it. Thank you, David. Finally, yeah. come here. Now we can make up. I did read it though. <laughs> you know what? I I did it. Number one, why would I read anything from a guy that doesn't know how to write? Colin Trevorrow is a horrible writer. Look at Jurassic, the last Jurassic Park films. Okay. He's not a good writer. So why would I be excited to read something from a guy who can't write, who was also fired by Lucasfilm? And I think that's the ultimate thing there too, is like, I have better things had, to do with my time. Like, like write Kylo Ren slash fiction. He was, <laughs> he was fired by star by, by star Wars executives. So this seems kind of like a revenge tactic. Oh, which absolutely. Is, it honestly should make Colin look bad, but for some strange reason, Star Wars fans just gravitate towards him, and suddenly he's like worshipped as oh, he's the true Dude, people. He's have... the chosen one. Oh, he'll save us all. He'll save with, us all with fan fiction because that's all that script amounts. It to. is, and you know everybody's like blowing the script on social media. Oh, this is the movie we should have got. No, but okay, let's say we got that movie. Those exact same losers would then cry and say they hate that movie if that's the movie we got. And then let's say J.J. releases his leaked script. People would be like, oh, my God, The Rise of Skywalker is what we should have gotten. Oh, it's so good. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. People just like to complain and wish they had something that they don't have. That they don't have. And ultimately, that's how I feel about, about the script. Now, I did read the script. Is it cool? Yeah, there are parts of it that are cool, but I mean, there's parts of Rise of Skywalker that are cool. Dave, so, if you read the Rise of Skywalker script before you saw the movie, okay, you would be like, "Holy fuck, a Sith homeworld, Vader cultist." It's the, you lose something when you go from script to screen. It happens exactly. Yeah, and that's the thing is kind of like I don't understand why Star Wars fans are are like treating that this is should be the movie. It's we because got. we're never happy. With what we have until about 10 years goes by. And then suddenly, boom. It's like all the people now claiming to be Clone Wars fans because they binge watched in a week. (laughs) Oh, my God. Clone Wars is the best thing ever. I'm a big fan. You watched it in a week. (laughs) (laughs) You could tell I have a lot of pent up anger towards people. Well, just as Rita said, it's been a dark and cold winter for everybody. So everything's pent up. So Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker arrives digitally in HD and 4K Ultra HD via Movies Anywhere on March 17th, two weeks before it lands physically in 4K Ultra HD, Blu-ray and DVD March 31st. Yeah, so we can have that to look forward to. So you won't be buying that then, Dave, right? No, I will. I will because I want to see what's where the extras that are added on. There, there the ending that we extras. There's not going to be no ending. This isn't the director's cut. Come on, guys. We're never going to see that. Whether those rumors, which we're not going to get into right now, were true or not. We only talked about that on Patreon because I can't get in trouble. <laughs> um, yeah. We're, I don't think we're going to get that, Dave. I don't, uh, you know, if we don't get that, fine. But still, there are extras that I want to see. I mean, just like in Last Jedi, they obviously do like really cool extras, even though me and you may hate some of the extras that especially from last Jedi, but no, I was okay with that stuff. I don't ha- Oh, you're talking about that stupid documentary, yeah, where, the, the where, documentary. They're, where they're mocking Mark where Hamill. They're Mark Hamill. Yeah. <laughs> that 
I hope is not on there, but I know that basically uh, Rise of Skywalker will have stuff like that. And getting that insight is honestly you think what they're I'm gonna really give us, wanting. Do you think they're going to give us some behind-the-scenes footage when all the crew was talking shit about The Last Jedi and Ryan Johnson? Oh, that'd be funny. You remember when that came out and they had to talk to everyone and tell them to quit talking bad about The Last Jedi? <laughs> You're hurting Ryan's feelings. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, and then we also have the Star Wars, uh, the Skywalker saga also coming out. Digital uh, copy as well as 4K Ultra HD. And it's coming to, I believe there's a special version coming out. And that will be available at Best Buy. I'm really excited for that. because You're really going to buy it, Dave? Yeah, of course. It's $249. And you already have it available on Disney+. Plus. But... I'm a hardcore Star Wars fan, dude. I, dude, I need I, every I, single version of it. I already own like eight different copies of all the other movies that have come out, and I just don't care enough about the new sequels. Like, I like them, but I'm not going to rebuy them in this Skywalker saga set. It's exciting. It's cool. If I had 250 bucks, I want to, you know, I don't, I would just want to throw away. I and mean, yeah, I probably would do it, but I, I don't think I'm going to do it this time just because there's so many options out there now to watch the movies. It's, this time in history is very different. If if the options to view Star Wars were so readily available 10, 15 years ago, I probably wouldn't have bought the original trilogy over and over. And same thing with with the prequels. But, but now that, we have them on a streaming service that I pay seven dollars a month for, you know, and we. Um, yeah, I just I, I just I can't see myself doing that. There's something about owning the physical copy. To me. Oh, it, I'll it buy goes, the physical copy of The Rise of Skywalker, but not the entire Skywalker saga again. But something like that, there is something to be said about that. David, my asshole's already gaping, okay? <laughs> I, I don't think I can be raped again. <laughs> Just accept This it. is literally like the rape special. Like, this Star this, Wars The Skywalker Saga should be called the Grab Your Ankle Edition. Listen, one, listen. One more time. They're, they're at least lubing you up. They're lubing you up. With what? You know, there's they, a lot of stuff. I, I mean, you have the Mandalorian uh, collection out there. You got the Skywalker, Rise of Skywalker listen, DVD. For, for $249, Daisy really better come with it. <laughs> and give a blowy or something. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Or, or fucking Adam Driver can walk around with his shirt off with for a shirt. little bit. Like, come on, Ooh. give me something. <laughs> ben Swallow. <laughs> yeah. $249. Shit. But that's a two years membership at Brazzers. <laughs> you know how many toys you could buy with that? See, now Rain is on to something. I'd rather spend $249 on some Black Series. I'd rather just spend all the money on everything. No. Just buy it all. You gotta end you gotta catch them all. This <laughs> is a Pokemon. <laughs> so as we had alluded to with the Mustafar Rampage and the Vader cultists. We will be seeing this. And this is where I may agree with you. No, I don't agree with you, Dave. No, no, no. I, I get I, angry. <laughs> I get angry when we see things like this. So Kylo Ren rampages on Mustafar in the Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker novelization. Okay. Now, number one, Dave, for those out there, because I'm sure there's numerous people who had no idea. That's where the movie opened. The Rise of Skywalker opened on Mustafar. Okay, one of the most important planets 
in the Star Wars saga, and yet we had no idea. And guess who he was fighting against? Vader Cultus. How the fuck did you not <laughs> drop that on us? How did you not find a way to tell us he's fucking on Mustafar fighting Vader Cultus? Can you imagine if the movie started with that and you had Hux and uh, General Pride? Is that the guy's Pride. name? Yes. And they were talking about Mustafar and the, oh, he's cutting his way through the Vader Cultus. What a way to set the tone of the movie. Yeah. All you need is about 15, 20 seconds, and it would have changed everyone's perspective on the movie. Even it would have changed if, the pacing. It, it would have changed everything about everything. the movie. Because for those that did not listen to my review, my biggest problem with The Rise of Skywalker is it was balls to the wall for 30 minutes. There was no time to breathe. And listen, I get it. I understand why. I think all of us know why. Because there was no story. Unfortunately, we were on our third movie and we really didn't have a lot of story developed. So they had to just lay down the narrative brickwork in in a timely manner. They couldn't meander. They couldn't waste time. I get that. Now, they could have done it if they wanted to do a three hour movie, which is what they should have done and allowed the movie to slow down. But they didn't. So what they did is they just cut, 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 cut. And I said that in my review, I said the movie felt like we're missing a movie. Yes. And this novelization is proof that there was so much more to J.J.'s original script. Now, give me a second because I'm going to scroll down. So there's going to be some silence. So if you want to talk, please go ahead. But it goes. That's partly what I'm going to be talking about. My feelings towards Rise of Skywalker is like. It felt to me like we were missing a piece of the puzzle. And if that is what my biggest gripe was like I feel like the movie was flying right by me and I didn't have a chance to actually enjoy the moment and realize what the store what we're being told. Okay, so I'm going to read this, Dave. Okay. Yeah. This is an excerpt from the book. Okay, so after he fights those people we saw in the movie, the Vader cultists, He's trying to get to the Wayfinder, which makes sense because you it does make sense that he's on Mustafar because the Wayfinder to the Sith homeworld or the Sith planet Exegol, it would make sense that Vader would have one on his planet. And then where was the other one in the Imperial vault on the Death Star for them to have them in their places of residence makes perfect sense. Now, after he defeats them and before he gets the Wayfinder. A giant emerges from the water. (laughs) A hairless creature. Bits of lake clinging to his pasty skin. A bald head. And across one shoulder is a second creature with long spidery tentacles. The two are locked through symbiosis. Hilo senses the giant's pain. As though it were a slave to the spidery being that clung to it. The spider creature speaks. I am the eye of webbish bog. I know what you seek. Can you fucking imagine if that's how the movie started? Yes. And that would have been amazing. It would have changed everyone's initial reaction to the movie. Because that is, first off, fantasy as fuck. Which Star Wars is fantasy. Yes. You have two hardcore 
what do we always talk about? We want the we want the Sith lore. We want the Force lore. Bring us back to the mysticism of Star mysticism, Wars. Mysticism of Star Wars. And you have a creature that is locked into the mind of a giant, and he, the spider speaks, and he tells Kylo Ren that he will not give him the Wayfinder. Do you really think my lord would have left it in the guardianship of one who could be swayed by a trick of the force? You've been seeking it for a while. And he goes on this dialogue with Kylo Ren. Whether or not he should reveal where the Wayfinders is he worthy? How cool would that have been to see in the movie? And that would have, that could have been like a five minute sequence. You're telling me you couldn't add five minutes. And that's why I have this pain that I need someone to help me get rid of. <laughs> but I, I feel like Kylo Ren. I have this pain. Can you please help me? Because I do like Rise of Skywalker and every problem. And I'm not going to get into some of the behind the scenes stuff that I know of. Okay. That's not the show for this. And I don't want to yeah. get in trouble because I'm not clear to talk about it publicly. But everything I had a problem with with Rise of Skywalker that I discussed in my review uh-huh. were actually valid. It makes me feel good. Yeah. It makes me feel good as a critic that I actually understand where issues are because every problem I have or I had, there are fixes for it. And there are reasons why I feel the way I do because there should have been more in all of those moments, according to numerous sources. Like, for example, at the end of Rise of Skywalker, where Lando looks at the girl all bizarre and weird and you have no idea why yeah. why do you see at the end ewoks and cloud city like what well, that's random well apparently there's 15 20 minutes of an entire Listen. lando scene between him and lobot on cloud city that was cut from the movie why why yeah why were why were these things cut in the final chapter of the skywalker saga because they wanted more ticket sales is that what it was as we know an extended Running time means less ticket sales. Were that were they that paranoid that they weren't going to make their bottom line? It frustrates me because Lucas never would have done this. Yes, no. Lucas cares about money. He does. But he also cares about the product more. Disney, this is a classic example of Disney being completely corporate. Yeah. Well, we care about running time. Sorry, cut your movie. And yeah, don't believe us? Look at Avengers Endgame. Look what they did with Avengers Endgame in the very end. Oh, the runtime was cut. Now let's release a fully yeah. extended edition. Well, well, hold on. Don't even bring up in, uh, Endgame, Dave. Please. Or what was the last one? Yeah, Endgame. Endgame. Talk about getting me angry. Three hours they gave to that movie. And then they re-released it with additional things. Additional things. But you can't give uh, The Rise of Skywalker an additional five minutes to help the film's pacing at the beginning? With an awesome giant and a spider. Man. It, it's beggar's belief, man. That's, and that's what I, what, that's why I've always been, my biggest gripe is you feel like there's something you're missing at the end. Like yeah. The pacing is like going, okay, this is happening. Well, why is that happening? I want to know why this is happening. <laughs> oh, but now this is happening. Moving forward. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And you rushed along and it feels like you're in a theme park ride to me. And it well, it's because sense. they're going to make a ride. 
based on this. <laughs> based on well, this. Mike, I feel like what you're talking about, not, yes, it is awesome. It's only five minutes, but I feel like that five minutes would have been another five minutes of, okay, we're dealing with this. Okay, now we're moving on to something else. There'd have to be a little bit more to it. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure from all the novelization, though, there is. But yes, but do you understand that 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 five minutes would have actually added cohesiveness to Kylo Ren's journey throughout this movie and would have connected to the whole Exegol and why there's a random wayfinder and it would have added a, a little nail on Vader's character in a way that he, he should have been mentioned in some way in the oh, yeah. final Skywalker saga. Absolutely. So, uh, I would understand that. You would understand that. Dave would understand that. But some of these basic bitch fans probably would be confused <laughs> by it. Yeah. And that's another thing is I'm I'm kind of I'm so so crazy. Like the Rise of Skywalker, it seems to be for the most part received well by by Star Wars fans. But the critics just ate it alive, ate it alive. Oh, destroyed, destroyed it. it. It's now the lowest rated Star Wars film on Rotten Tomatoes and a couple other rating sites. I'll be honest. uh, After I watched Rise of Skywalker, I just saw all these critic reviews. So many times they're pointing all these problems out. And I'm like going, just like what you said, it's not my, it's not the way that they wanted well, too bad. You're not the one that wrote the script. <laughs> uh, and if you did write it, you should leak it on Reddit. And, and it, <laughs> most of the problems that a lot of these main, mainstream critics have, I'm like going, yes, they didn't cover that. But guess what? That's not part of the movie. Yeah. See, and my aggression isn't towards Rise of Skywalker more than it's towards Disney, because I know why the movie is the way it is. I mean, if you understand the movie business and how they think, it's it's very easy. I, I might have said that in my review as well. I don't feel like it was necessarily JJ. I feel like it was, hey, this is what you can do. This is your lot of time. Go. Boom. But that also paves a way for this other release that Lucasfilm is going to be doing, which is a Mar- Marvel's The Rise of Skywalker comic adaptation, which exactly. I might pick that one up because I would like to see the visuals because I'm sure this adaptation is going to be a lot closer to the novelization. I can only imagine. I would bet. Yes. And if that's the case, then I want to be able to see some of those visuals. And it'll, it'll be amazing to actually compare the two and like see the, what we actually missed compared to what we got. Now, the cool thing is this book makes all of this Canon. So from a Canon perspective, you know, being a Star Wars nerd like you and I, Dave, that would make us happy. That that does make us happy. It just sucks that we didn't get to see this in a movie. But, you know, we're going to go to a very quick break because we're going on and on here. And then we're going to get into some Obi-Wan news. We'll be right back. Get more Star Wars discussions every month with the Back to Tank Patreon exclusive shows. From Star Wars comics and book reviews to speculative discussions and breakdowns. All when you pledge to our Patreon page. What? Go to patreon.com slash Digital for more details. As you wish. Free stuff is awesome. But free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off and then we'll 
load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, RAINMAN, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy, and six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, and even blow you away. Plus... Free shipping! Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code RAINMAN. Again, that's RAINMAN. Because without it, no free stuff. That's RAINMAN at adamandeve.com. Keep RAINMAN digital on the air through 2020 by pledging to our Patreon page. Uh, Your continued support allows us to continue to make great content and offer even better features in the future. Help us keep the lights on in the studio by pledging $1 to $10 a month. Go to patreon.com slash Digital to pledge. She's moving up, down, all around. She's moving up, down, all around. She's moving up, down, all around. In a high class place with a white girl ghetto. Up, down, She's moving up, down, all around. She's moving up, down, all around. All right, welcome back, everybody. Star Wars from the back to tank on Rain Man Digital. We'll be live every Friday, 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, right, Dave? Is that our... That's our time zone, right? Yes. I think it's Mountain Standard Time. Yeah. At least until the whole thing switches. <laughs> it switches again. Yeah. So, yeah, 7 p.m. Friday nights for the foreseeable future. We have a lot planned for 2020. A lot of things to get through. There's a lot of stuff going on. As funny as it sounds, because, like, this was supposed to be the end of the saga, and all of a sudden we don't know anything, but there's so many things just lurking in the shadows just waiting to be released yeah so disney is exploring the possibilities for new writers no let's that's old news <laughs> they are they are looking for new writers to improve the kenobi disney plus series and i mean not not to be negative we're just talking about the news but isn't this a little strange now According to Ewan McGregor on the red carpet, he has said that nothing has changed. He says a lot of this is being made bigger than it is because of social media. He says that as far as he knows, the planned release date of the TV show has not changed. So all of the behind the scenes issues, according to him, has not affected the planned release date. I don't really see that holding up. Like, if they're looking for writers, I can't imagine they're going to, like, just shove everything into production and get moving. I mean, we both know how those things work. Yeah. And especially with Star Wars and the amount of visual effects and everything that goes into making a TV show, I can't imagine it wouldn't affect the date. But I'll 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 bite. I'll I'll believe it. I choose to believe it for right now. But it does create. Another question mark over Kathleen Kennedy's leadership. A big question mark. Absolutely. Because like, I'm sorry, at this point, 
a lot of the criticism shouldn't fall on it shouldn't fall on any of the movies. It shouldn't fall on any of the directors at this point. A lot of the criticism needs to fall on Kathleen Kennedy because now that we look back at it, you, you, you kind of hinted at it, Mike eight years. She's had this for eight freaking years. And you, when you look back at it, it's a disjointed, disorganized mess. Yeah, it's very strange. I understand problems happen behind the scenes. I, I get that. I understand movies have problems. You have to fire people. There's a lot of personalities that have to interact on a movie set and a TV set. And sometimes they, they just don't mesh and, and you have to make some changes. But every project? Yeah. Every project, there seems to be a problem. Well, dude, I mean... Look at look at the prequels. There was so much drama and everything behind the scenes of the prequels, but Lucas still got it done. Yeah. That was the thing. And he got it done in, what, four years? Four years, three movies. It took him eight years for this for three movies. If you think about it. Yeah. Think about it. You have Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker. Don't count the other two because those are separate. We all knew that basically the new age of Star Wars was going to focus on the, these three movies. Right. And it takes them three, eight years. <laughs> well, it, it, that's not, they release a movie every other year. So that's not horrible. That's not slow by it's, any means. It's not slow, but, but. But when you look at Disney and the reason why Lucasfilm chose to sell his baby to them was because he felt like they could do it just. They can yes. do TV shows. They can do books. They can do comics. And they have. But in a lot of ways, as we have said numerous times throughout 2019, um, they have squandered the last eight years because they were supposed to do so much more. And that's the whole reason why I had willingly went to the gas chamber with everyone else when Disney purchased when Disney purchased Lucasfilm. Like, yes, I will walk into those showers. I will. <laughs> I willingly went because I was on board. I'm like, yes, because we're going to get a movie every year because we're going to get this. We're going to get that. And they didn't really deliver. They have, oh. they have bailed on numerous projects because it's not going the way they, they want it to, or it's not bringing in the amount of money, which I, I understand that, that from a business perspective, but it just amazes me that they haven't figured this out yet. And now we're having the same issue um, apparently the Obi-Wan Kenobi focus series series is facing a delay on Disney plus and Hossein Amini, who was brought in to adapt an existing movie script uh, for Disney plus now has been dismissed from the project. Lucasfilm is quickly searching for writers to improve the existing script. Those words is what concerns me just a bit. Because did they not read the script before they decided to move into production? Yeah. This is why I get scared. Because number one, I'm glad someone pulled the plug. And I will say that. I will say, you know what? I'm glad you guys recognized there was an issue before you started shooting. Unlike what happened with Rogue One and Solo. At least you had the foresight to not even start shooting. But it's not as if no one reads the fucking script, David. How many people on a movie set does the script get go through? Exactly. How many, how many executives, how many leadership roles read the script and know, oh, wow, that's going to happen? And then suddenly, oh, wait a second, problems, problems. <laughs> oh, shit, break collar. We need to get someone new in. 
a bunch of noobs running shit over there. That's how it comes off to people yes. in the movie business. This this should be embarrassing to Disney that they started production on a TV series and then they're like, oh, wait a second. We need to improve this script. <laughs> you don't start shooting without your goddamn script, which means you should have read it and you should have seen the problems. Yeah. That's bizarre. It is. It very, it, and this is an ongoing thing. This isn't just the one-time occurrence. This has gone on for a very long time. And I'm wondering who noticed the problem. Like who actually knows it? Was it was it Deborah Chow because she's the one and uh, she's going to be directing numerous episodes, if not the entire series for Obi Wan. And we already know Deborah Chow is an amazing talent. We loved, in fact, I think our favorite episodes of The Mandalorian was were Deborah Chow. Were, yeah, they yeah. were directed by Deborah Chow. So was it her when she finally put her attention? She was done working on The Mandalorian and she said, "All right, let me fully go through this script Holy and let shit. me let me see what, what we're working here, what we're working with here." And then suddenly she's like, "What the fuck? How fucked up would it be if it was Ewan McGregor?" But he's the one that didn't like it. That would well, yeah. Even- That'd yeah. even be really even worse. Like, he'd be like, this is not me. This is not Obi-Wan. He's yeah. like, oh, this is not a happy landing. <laughs> this is not a happy landing. Why didn't they show me this? <laughs> he's reading the script. He's like, hello. It's scary because not just, uh, it's so frustrating. They're they're looking for new writers to do what to the script? Bring, make it more exciting? Um, bring a different story? The content is there. Yeah, the content You just need there. to elaborate on it. That's, yeah. Make that's it a storyline. How how hard is that? I see. Thank you. Thank you, Rita. I, it's so true. It's so tiresome. Like if this is if this is the first time it happened, I'm like, oh, okay. Like no, you know, all right. You guys made a little mistake. This is the same story. Same story. Literally, literally David, you can replace Disney exploring possibilities for new writers to improve Rogue One. Disney exploring the possibilities for new writer and director to improve Solo. Solo. You can interchange these movie titles. Yeah. And that's that's the thing that when you look at it, the first thing you mentioned, the original writer was working with a already written screenplay that that's there. What do you have to what do you have to do, Disney? You already have the screenplay already written. The right the writer uh, Hosan uh, Amani already had it done. It's a bunch of monkeys running Lucasfilm. Like, it is. It does remind Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> it reminds me of the the Simpsons episode where they show the the freaking monkeys in the in the writing room. You see that, and you all you have to do is just put Disney there. Do you know how badass of a script I could write if someone said, "Michael, we need you to write an Obi Wan script between this time period"? I'm fucking done, bro. I have tons of ideas. Ten episodes, shit. I can give you twenty right now. It's not that fucking hard. Yes, not that hard. yes, writing. I'm not going to say writing is easy. Writing is fucking hard. It's why we have so many bad TV shows and movies. Writing is difficult, but it is not difficult to hire the right person. Exactly. There's so many great writers out there. And it, it, the one red flag to me was the fact that Amini just got taken out. He, he they basically said no you can't change this screenplay into like what we want for a streaming service and i'm like going wait a minute you're telling me that basically a a accredited writer that knows what they're doing 
is doing it for you, but you have you don't you don't like it. Yeah, dude, it's it's strange. It's like they didn't know his work. Like, wait a second, uh, what's this guy, Jose Namini? Oh shit, this guy can't write. Did you look at the other things he has worked on? It's called a res. It's called IMDb. It's called anybody IMDb. could do it. He's like, wait a second. There's this. Th- <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy is like, wait a second, guys. So the other day I was Googling Star Wars. It's what I do. And uh, <laughs> I found this site called IMDb.com. I don't know if you know about it. And I can actually see Hossein Romani's previous work. Uh, I don't really like it. It's not very good. Yes, Kathleen. IMDb has been around literally 25 years. No, no, no. I just found it. When I Google Star Wars. <laughs> it's, it's like it, it It goes back to like the, the one story that me and you talked about, about Rogue One, where they were, where Kathleen Kennedy on an interview talked about how surprised she was about the <laughs> techniques that they were using on set. Oh, he's using a handheld device. A handheld device. I'm like, Kathleen, you're, you've been in this business for how long? She belongs in an office. Just, just tuck her <laughs> away in the office. What was she doing? That's what I'm like going. You've been in this business for how long? You know what makes this business run. Yeah. All right. Who's the no. secretary? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Lucas is like, Jesus Christ, I thought Spielberg, I thought I thought you said she was good. <laughs> I thought she was easy to move to up from your knees. He's like, what? Oh, wow. Oh, he's like, what do I know? She just got me coffee all the time. <laughs> <laughs> this is depressing. You guys are making my winter longer and colder. Listen, I love democracy. <laughs> <laughs> So dumb. All right. So we only have a few more minutes. David, give, okay. give me your thoughts. I, this is, how, did oh, this wow. turn, how did this turn into a show like this? This is going to turn into, <laughs> into, into a negative fest. Yeah, you, the winter's going to get colder. You and Raina talk until I have to jump in. Okay. Go ahead. All right. So, Five, my thoughts on Rise of Skywalker are this. Do I like the movie? No, I don't. It's not my, I didn't, I didn't enjoy myself because one of the things that you, you didn't enjoy yourself. No, because like it, it goes in the lines of like what you and, uh, and Lauren were saying at the end of the film, you felt empty. And I, I, when I listened to you guys, I'm like going, yeah, that's how I felt. I felt freaking empty. And for me, that's not how I want to leave a, leave a movie theater. Not, not, not when I'm going to see the final chapter of Star Wars, the Skywalker saga. I don't want to leave empty. It felt to me like I was watching a theme ride, like I was on Star Tours and basically everything was happening so fast, 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 fast. Hey, look at this cool thing. Look at this cool thing. This cool thing happens. And they're great moments in Rise of Skywalker. Don't get me wrong. I've watched it like four times now. And there are moments that I do enjoy. But I have to actually sit back and say, as a movie, as a critic, is it something that I would like? No. There's too many problems with the pacing. I mean... I'll be honest with you. I had a headache. I had a headache the first 30 minutes because things were going so fast. And I'm like going, I need time to breathe. What the fuck is going on? And while it's cool, I love the, the, whole, the whole thing about Ky- Kylo Ren's story made me cry. 
when you get to the point of his father, his mother passing away, and suddenly that's the thing that basically brings him back. Yeah. That made me cry. Well, that's... And it was brilliant yeah, writing. And it's a beautiful story. And those, those are one... That's... Jesus, Dave. That's one of the reasons why I get frustrated with The Rise of Skywalker, with The Last Jedi, and with Force Awakens. Yeah. And the entire strategy behind these movies. Because look at the best part of the three movies. It's Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. We're dealing with the Skywalker saga. The entire movie should have been about him. Everything should have been about him. I love Daisy Ridley. I like Ray. She's an interesting mm-hmm. character. But when it's all said and done, she's a Palpatine. Thank and, you. And, and you're creating this movie that's centered around her for the most part. And then if and I'm going to give Ryan Johnson credit because I don't know what JJ's original plan was. But if Ryan Johnson had not focused on Kylo Ren so much and make you be a little more empathetic in The, the Last Jedi, the, the, the next movie and this trilogy would have been a fucking disaster. Yeah. Because if it wasn't for what we the nuanced look into Kylo Ren in The Last Jedi, the stuff that J.J. did in The Rise of Skywalker wouldn't have worked because mm-hmm. it, he is the saving grace of The Rise of Skywalker. He is the saving grace of The Last Jedi, and he is the saving grace, the beginnings mm-hmm. of the of Force Awakens. And not because, I mean, yes, he killed Solo, and that's horrible, but what they were trying to do with him at that moment worked. He's the thread, and I don't understand why we just didn't make the entire saga about Ben Solo. About Ben Solo. Because, like, here's the thing. I love the characters of Finn, Poe, and Ray. How they're how they're portrayed in this movie. But the frustrating part to me was, like, you just gave us character development, really great character development on these three characters, and it took you the third movie to do it. Well, that's not J.J.'s fault. It's not J.J.'s fault. It's not J.J.'s fault. But when I look at that, I'm, like, going, it goes in line when I left the theater. I felt empty. And I wanted more. All right. Okay. So percentage. Percentage. I give uh, I gave Rise of Skywalker a seventy percent. It's a movie, but it's like on the borderline of being yeah. actually kick ass. All right, Raina. Quickly. Real quick, short and sweet. Just gotta elaborate on what Dave said. The pacing was terrible. Nothing. It didn't. There was a lot of excitement. I was excited throughout the whole movie, but it didn't feel like anything ever really climaxed. Like. I left the same way David left. I left literally saying, that's it. It was, it was kind of frustrating. I don't like what they did with Kylo Ren. I really wish there was a whole lot more, kind of like what you said. And I mean, overall, I mean, it's a Star Wars movie, you know, but I'm, I'm much lower and I'm going to be mean. I'm going to give it a 50. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a, and I talked to my brother about this, that that the moment in Rise of Skywalker when he became Ben Solo is what we should have had the entire trilogy. When he shrugged, he did that. He had the solo cockiness. It was awesome. And the Anakin I liked it. arrogance. Yeah. And I'm like, that's the fucking character. We should have had this whole movie. He finally got to act. He shrugged. He was fight. It was like Han Solo if he was a Jedi. It was so good, and it lasted 90 seconds? Yeah, and then when you throw it into a concept, it's basically he's there going to go help Ray. And then when he gets there, he's almost like thrown out. He's like, no, get out of here. Yeah, well, (laughs) because the movie needs to focus on, and and that's my problem. I don't want to get into gender politics, but if this movie didn't happen, 
in this era of forced. Uh, what's the best way of saying this? Because I honestly, I enjoy watching women on screen more than dudes, to be honest with you. And I find that female. Protag- Ultimately, it's feminism. What's that? Ultimately, it's feminism. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with feminism, but when you're, it's called, it's forced feminism. It's not sincere. It's like, hey, you know what? This is what a lot of the progressives are demanding, so we're going to do it. And I feel like if this movie was made even five years before, I feel like they would have given us a movie that focused on Kylo Ren. Because you, you just sit and wonder, like, why are we watching a movie about Palpatine's daughter? We're, We're dealing with the Skywalker saga. Why are we focused on Palpatine's daughter? Exactly. And that, that ultimately, that's my problem. Now, I, I understand the rise of Skywalker and the name of it. And I know there are some people that were that was confused. I get it. Skywalker legacy will live on. It's the rise of the Skywalker through Ray and the legacy he leaves behind. I get that. But I also feel like that's a bit of a reach. Like you're reaching, bro. So I understand your problems, Dave. I don't I don't think you're wrong. And same thing with you, Rain. I don't think you're wrong. I can't say you guys are inaccurate because you're right. I just look at it a little differently. I'm like, hey, it was a fun ride. All right. And this will be the last time I discuss this. I'm done. And I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I think you can tell when I'm serious. Dave. And <laughs> yes, I, I am being serious. I'm done. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not bashing anything anymore. No. I'm done talking negatively about Last Jedi. I'm done talking about my problems with the rise of Skywalker, unless it's there to par- parallel a discussion point on something else. I'm not talking about it. I'm done. These are the movies we got. Yeah. And for better or worse, it's Star Wars and it is what it is. It is what it is. It's you done. Have to There's no it. amount of complaining that's going to change it. The movies are done forever in history and I'm over it. Honestly, over these last two months, I was on social media looking at all these people still bitching. I'm like, guys, it's let it, it go. This is it. Yeah. These are our movies. Just at this point, let it go. Do they pale in comparison in every way to the prequels and the original? Yes. And at this point, we should be looking forward to the future. The future. I mean, exactly. Because there's a I'm lot sorry. to look forward Mandalorian to right now. Was a great, was a great, was a good series. Mm. It was, it was, it, it was. It left us with a better taste in the mouth. How's that? It was. It left us with a better taste in the mouth. Why you say it all sexual? It left us with a good taste in our mouth. It left us with a good taste. No, but, I. I think it closed out really well. I think it closed out very well. Star Wars closed out the year adequately. Yeah. So now at this point, we just have to look forward to the future, and that's why at this point. Give me everything you got. Yes. Give it to me. All <laughs> right. To me. We got to go. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Please find us on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Also, if you want more detailed analysis on everything Star Wars, comics, books, you name it, we do it. Head over to patreon.com slash Digital and pledge. I believe it's a minimum of three bucks for the Star Wars tier, and you can get our weekly Patreon discussions. Thank you, David. Thank you, Reina. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. May the force be with us. And remember, this is the way. You don't ever say that. This is oh, the don't way. Ever say that, <laughs> that will not be your new slogan. I fucking hate people to say that. <laughs> I, I like it gets me angry. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs>